Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's going on, everyone? And welcome to AfterBuzz TV, home of the official after show for the Netflix original series, Sweet Magnolias. This is the place you're going to want to be after every show that you watch, so you can join the discussion and get insight from cast and crew and have a conversation you're not able to have anywhere else. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and I have an incredible panel with me. Tammy, Kelsey, and Bryant are here, and as promised, we have special guests. Yes, we wouldn't leave you without the special guests. So before we get into that, we're talking about uh, season one, episode eight, What Fools Mortals Be. And we've got, you might know her as the very pregnant Noreen, Jamie Lynn Spears is up in here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yes. And we have Kyle Townsend, better known in real life as Logan Allen. How's everyone? How's going? I'm doing great. So great. Great. I absolutely love it. So we're talking, since we're talking episode eight, we have a couple of topics that we need to get into. First topic, here I am. Kyle is being seen in this episode by his dad in the play, Noreen and Annie. We'll talk about that. And the second topic is, nah, that's dedicated to Noreen. The car versus the car scene. He's going to work like, instead of the play. Yeah, nah, that's the name of it. Just no, 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 no. And our third topic is better together. We've got Kyle and Maddie. Ryan and Helen and Dana, Sue and Annie kind of continuing to move their relationships on. So let's dive into this conversation, you guys. Yes. So this was a really big episode for both of you guys here, um, Jamie and Logan. And that's why we're really glad to talk to you. So I'm going to throw it to my panel because we are going to talk about Brian, what was it that you got from Kyle in this episode? Because we've seen him. We're getting flavors of how he is and how he maneuvers and what he's excited about. But tell me how you felt about his character in this episode particularly. Oh, my gosh. I loved Kyle's episode because, like you said, being seen is so, so important, especially for someone, you know, going through that time in his life of, like, that high school introduction to high school, dealing with those teenage years and struggling to be seen by everybody is such an added struggle to what he's already going through in school and in life. So I loved how he was finally seen by so many people in this episode, so many people who care so much about. Um, and to, you know, Bill, honestly, Bill, just get it together, Bill. Um, but, mm-hmm, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I love this episode for Kyle because he was seen and he was heard and I loved it for him. Absolutely. Now, Kyle, or, I'm calling you Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Logan, <laughs> um, let's talk about that uh, briefly. You know, you know what your journey has been as a character as Kyle up until now. How are you feeling about what we're getting to see from Kyle, particularly in this episode? I think this is really big. You know, I think, you know, um, like you guys stated, you know, you're really starting to figure out more about Kyle. He's really starting to come out a little bit more, you know, and throughout this episode, 
you know, there's a, there's a big event coming up and he's trying to get everybody gathered. You know what I mean? Is trying to invite everybody. So, you know, he interacts with a lot of different characters and there's a lot of relationships in there that I know a lot of people have been waiting, you know, to see, and you guys are definitely going to see that in this episode. Um, and, uh, it's, it's so good. You know, I think Kyle, you know, you really get to see his true self in this one. Um, you know, and him just being the down to earth, nice guy he is. Yes, I love that. And we're going to dive into that so much more. But talking about seeing your true self, uh, Kelsey, what were you thinking about Noreen's character in oh. this episode eight? I was so here for it. Jamalyn, you play this character so well. And we've said it from the beginning. It's like, you're supposed to, I mean, society has put it in our heads that you're supposed to dislike Noreen. Noreen. I can't say it. I can't say Noreen. <laughs> Noreen but then you're supposed to dislike her as a character and like just hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a Happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Everything she embodies, she's the mistress, she's this and that, but you play this part so well. You feel badly for Noreen and you just, you feel for her and you feel for everything she's going through. She's lonely. She's hurting herself. And you bring this sort of like vulnerability to her. That's so special and so amazing. So Finally, when she took back her power in this episode, I was like, that is my girl. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> well done. Yes, Jamie Lynn, how did you feel about this character? I mean, of course, episodes one through seven had their own vibe, but here we see Noreen really show up in episode eight. How do you feel um, playing the character Noreen and how she showed up in episode eight? Well, I will say like throughout, even up to episode eight, I think that they wrote the character really well as far as allowing her to not, um, I, I was able to make her likable in a, in a way because they did write it. They left room for that. And so I think up until now, she's been trying to really keep the peace and make the best. She knows that she put herself in this situation. She knows it's not you know, it was, it was not the ideal way to bring a child in to start a family in general. Um, so I don't think that, you know, she's at all needs, she still needs to be held accountable for her actions, but she's tried so hard to kind of just be positive and make it right. But she's realizing now, like I have to stand up for myself because this isn't, no matter if I did something wrong, it doesn't mean I should punish myself and create a bad future for my baby just because of decisions I've made in the past. So I think that as she's realizing the bigger picture of bringing a child into this world that she wants to be sure she's bringing it into the world in a way that is going to be, it's going to be uh, filled with love, even if that isn't with the father of the child. Mm -hmm. Wow. And that's a really powerful decision to make, whether you're playing a character or it's reflective in real life. So I love how you spoke to that in we had a chance to speak with Norman Buckley and Cheryl Anderson, and they too spoke to your vulnerability and the beauty and special layers that you brought to this character that made it really likable. They were, they're so proud of you and just had really positive things to say. They're, they're so amazing. They took a chance on me and allowed me to play this character. And honestly, they've given me the biggest blessing, um, 
by allowing me to, you know, get back into doing what I love, but especially with this character, it was perfect. I felt like I connected to her in a lot of ways. I mean, she is a young girl in a small town with um, a pregnancy that has happened in not the ideal way. And she's not trying to say that her decisions are okay, but I think that what she's trying to do is move forward and make the best of it. And, you know, I lived a similar, a similar path where the whole world was watching me make decisions that probably weren't the best ones all the time, but I was just trying to figure it out and do the best I could and put one foot in front of the other. And I think Noreen to her, her whole world is serenity. So I really connected to feeling the judgment and trying to just do what you can and be the best person you can and moving past your mistakes, owning them, of course, because I think everyone has to be held accountable, but having compassion for other people, because we don't always know the intent of people's decisions and their actions. And I think it's really important to think about where someone may be coming from and their intentions more so than their actions. And I think that was important for me is to show that even the bad guys have a heart sometimes, you know? Gosh, that was so well said. There's like no need for me to even touch that. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Tammy, I'll have you weigh in on this, but we kind of open this up to a kind of heartbreaking moment where we have Bill, uh, yes, Bill and Maddie kind of arguing over this co-parenting, which I completely understand the argument, but this is where we kind of really understand that. Kyle does not feel seen by his father at all. Like, I'm going to walk into this room. He's not even going to see me. Don't even worry mm -hmm. about it. How did you receive that information and feel about that scene? You know, I think this was really the first time that I'd seen Kyle in a frustrated, like he was frustrated, you know, because I mm -hmm. think up until most of the time, Kyle is kind of the voice of reason for everybody. I mean, like Ty flies off the handle or Kyle's always been the stabling force. And um, we're just starting to see like he's got issues with his dad. He's got serious issues with his dad. Um, so, yeah, it was it was surprising, um, but I loved it. I loved like, yeah. <laughs> You are seen. You are. We see you. We see you. So, yeah, Logan, how did you feel? I mean, how were you able to get there as a character? And what was maybe some of the substitutions or parallel that you maybe used in order to really paint the picture of this kid who's there and available? And Tammy, like you said, kind of a voice of reason, but also experiencing his own pain also. Definitely. You know, I definitely did a lot of research myself. I talked a lot with Cheryl and the writers and the directors. And uh, I mean, I really went really in depth with this because I think it's a really, you know, it's something that a lot of people go through. You know what I mean? It's a very common thing. So I think, you know, especially that scene, you know, with Bill, right? And, and me with that one line saying, you know, he won't even see me. I think that is just something that it's a very special line. And even though it's just a quick little one line, it's, there's a really big, uh, deep meaning in it. And uh, so, yeah, I did a lot of research on it. I talked with, uh, you know, some family and friends. And like I said, the writers and, and uh, you know, because like I said, it's a very important line, not just for, for my character, but for the whole Bill and, uh, and Kyle relationship. So um, I definitely took that a lot in, into consideration there. And um, it was just a really fun scene to do because I absolutely <laughs> love the whole Bill and Kyle relationship. I think it's a really fun one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
you know, um, like I said, I really enjoyed that scene and I definitely uh, would be into it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you did an amazing job and, you know, there were a lot of super poignant moments. Like you said, even though it was only one line, it was still very full and did speak to, it spoke to like the other seven episodes. Like it spoke to a lot of the overarching <laughs> yeah. story mm-hmm. of Kyle and his dad's relationship. So it was big and it was powerful. And it also gave Ty some insight, like, dude, are you so wrapped up in your baseball and your car and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That you can't even yeah. see that I'm neglected. Yeah. I love definitely. that line. That line is perfect. Yeah, you you like being doted on. I mean, you have no problem <laughs> with it. And I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially too, it's like Logan, and I'm sure I'm not sure if you're the oldest sibling or only sibling, but like being that middle child, I often feel like, you know, people or the middle child feels like they're forgotten or overlooked and I think you played that so perfectly like they seem like they're the ones that are really um they have it all together and it's like hi yeah I'm still a teen and hurting too and going through my own stuff but no one asks no one cares so believe it or not I'm a middle child myself so that was pretty easy (laughs) there you go Yeah, yeah. So I got to connect with Kyle in a lot of different ways. Um, and it was, yeah, especially there, during that scene. Yeah, it definitely came in handy. I love that so much. I didn't even think of the middle child thing. I'm the oldest, so, you know, oh, I, might okay. little, <laughs> I might have a little Ty syndrome going on. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm the baby. I'm Katie, so oh, <laughs> I just spoiled. Yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm the only child, so I'm Annie. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm, the, I'm the oldest, but I empathize. You know what? Yeah, I'm the youngest. That's I am why I really love this show. I really love this show because anybody can connect with any of these characters, and they do such a good job with that. And also, it appeals to so many different audiences. You can sit there with your grandparents, your parents, and yourself, and you know, have all these different plot points. You know, with the grandparents, with the adults, and the whole teenage, you know, uh, little uh, relationship thing that's going on there. So that's what <laughs> I really enjoy about this show because it can reach basically to anybody. Yeah, it's extremely multi-generational and we've really been enjoying that because, you know, Bryant, I know you were saying you were even watching this with your mom. Did she get to watch episode eight with you? No. So we, I, I watched seven, eight and nine last night, but she was up to five and we were going back and forth about Dana Sue, which I'm sure we're going to get to. Um, but yeah, she was, she saw this lens of Dana Sue and how Dana Sue has been struggling as a mother. And I saw Annie's side of the child, you know? So like you said, Logan, it's just multi-generational. It's, it's everybody can see and everyone can see these characters in different ways. Absolutely. Whoops. There we go. Okay, yes. Well, speaking of being able to see characters in certain ways, I was certainly able to see Noreen in a certain way when, my gosh, okay, so not to make this about me, but I've dated a lot of men who have children. And so there's this thing I was able to relate because there's this scene where Noreen and Bill are sitting down, and this is after Bill has just showboated this whole car. He comes speeding in at the game, tosses Ty the keys and this whole thing. And um, Noreen is simply asking for a car seat for the brand new baby that is mm-hmm. coming along. And it's like, so you could spend fourteen to 17000 or whatever it is, but this little $350 seat is an issue. I, mm-hmm. I was feeling yeah, some kind of way. Me? Kelsey, what yeah. were you thinking about? <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm right there with you. It's like, oh, okay, you know what? That's not cool. And I was so happy to see Noreen stand up for herself. You know, I feel like maybe in the past couple episodes, she would have been like, oh, okay. Or just kind of, you know, 
gone to herself, but no, she was like, you know what? No, this is wrong. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to say something. And like I said earlier, I was here for her in this episode. She's saying nothing wrong. She is saying all the right things. And it's like, come on, Bill. Like, you're not always right. You don't always, like, what you say doesn't always go. Hear me out. And I need a car seat for my baby. For our baby. Like, so my baby. Come on, yeah. Bill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I totally, the thing is, it's like what you say is going back to, I think that as a young girl, we have to remember she's 20, she's in her early 20s. And she mm-hmm. is coming into someone who has children that are, you know, they're not babies anymore. And I think when she first enters the situation, she thinks it's almost like playing house. Okay, I'm gonna walk in, I'm gonna be a good mom and I'm gonna help out the kids. Mm. And she's not being realistic about it because she's young and naive, she doesn't know yet. And then when she's you know, facing um, the feelings of other people and how they're dealing with this, she realizes that's not her place. You're not coming here to play house or be anybody's mother. You're just here to be another dimension of their life. And I think that, when she starts realizing the whole, you know, perfect scenario she was putting in her head is not realistic, I think that's when she starts saying, okay, I've got to figure out what is the reality of the situation. These are the things I need for my child. And I need, and she's starting to realize that with Bill, that's never going to be his priority. He feels as if he's, you know, he's done that. And he, he doesn't really, he doesn't really see her in that way. The same way he doesn't see, you know, Kyle. I think that that's one of, um, that's one of the things that she starts to realize very quickly. And, and she grows up a lot in a short amount of time because she has to. Yeah. And just go ahead, Tammy. No, I was just going to say, I think to um, the visit from, from Noreen's brother from Garth, I think really, Sugar. if there were cracks, like he mm-hmm. really, the cracks started coming apart. Yeah. Um, and there was that, um, makes me so sad there was that that one scene where he says are you happy mm-hmm. and and Noreen says I will be mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. oh my god yeah it's, it's almost mm-hmm. like she doesn't think she's allowed to be happy you know and then he, he made her realize she is and yeah it's mm-hmm. always something when you see somebody who really knows you you can't even lie to yourself anymore. And I think that that was important. And I think that being her brother, he knew he needed to go and see for himself because he wasn't going to be at peace about it until he did. And it was a reminder for her um, that, you know, she can punish herself forever for mistakes she's made in the past, but she doesn't want to create that for her child. And I think that that's mm. the the difference is she's really starting to see it from that point of view. Yeah. You know, what's interesting, this episode too, you kind of spoke to a Jamie Leonard just about the, the naiveness, naivety. I don't know the word, yeah, but anyways, yeah, yeah, of, of um, Noreen. And I feel like throughout the season, there hasn't been really like cracks. Like you said, she was painting this perfect picture that she thought she was. But what I think really showed or really started to break things down was the terrible decisions Bill was making throughout this episode. Like he made like six, just like, what the F did he just do? Yeah. Kind of move. <laughs> yeah. So Noreen was like, am I really do, can I really find myself, you know, having a life with him when he's mm-hmm. making these terrible decisions right now before our child is even getting here? So I exactly. loved how everything kind of just came down at once and Bill like was just like making all these terrible decisions and everybody in his life was like reeling from them. And I think and- that the main thing was when she saw how he did not even see his own son who mm-hmm. was, you know, she that really hit home with her. Like, I don't know that I can mm-hmm. be with somebody who this is, this is, if he doesn't see him, how is he ever going to see me and our child? 
And I yeah. think that that was just what made it really clear. And I do think she was mad for Kyle. I think she was like, oh, yeah. stay, mm-hmm. by leaving, she was kind of standing up for him as well and Absolutely. saying, you know, like, it's okay to stand up for yourself and to say what you need. And if you're not getting that, you don't have to tolerate it. I yeah, feel like and- Kyle helped. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Dewey. No, no, no. You go ahead. How I, was Kyle just, I feel like Kyle helped her see herself too. Oh. Like, yes, her, her yes. brother coming in really shook it up but Kyle throughout this whole like show has helped her really find who she is and find her voice and they've kind of helped one another 100%. Which is, oh, I yes. love yes. the relationship I know they definitely helped each other in a lot of different ways and every time like I felt like when Noreen was giving Kyle relationship advice she was almost talking to herself in a way and oh yeah so um you know they definitely help each other and, and in the end it's just it's a beautiful relationship and, mm-hmm. and it's amazing yeah, I love their relationship. And that's the thing is, you know, even watching the show as a whole, like, you know, you shoot your scenes and you're, I don't, you know, there's so many stories going on in this. You don't shoot with a lot of the people that are on the show. And so watching it as a whole, you even forget that um, Kyle is so neglected. You don't realize it until he says that to his dad. And I thought you did such a good job with that, Logan, because you really played it well to where like, then that moment it hits you. It's like, oh my gosh, this poor baby. He's yeah. been really so fine that everybody forgot to even check on him. You know, you never mm. check on the good kid. And like, mm-hmm. that was the problem yeah. there. And so I yeah. think that that was one of the things that I just thought was done so well. Cause watching it as a fan, I even was like, I've read the scripts and I did like, you know, it just, <laughs> but when I saw yeah. him on screen, bring it to life, you seem hurting. And I think that was, that was really cool to see the way um, you did that. It was really good. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was that was definitely really, really fun. And I really enjoy, you know, Kyle's development over the entire series. I mean, you know, he goes from just, you know, uh, you know, this kid that, you know, you know, he has little problems here and there, but doesn't really have anybody really to talk to. And then Noreen comes along and he helps, you know, or she helps him out. And, and, uh, you know, in this episode, specifically, you really see a lot of that. And, you know, in the next couple episodes, you'll see that even more. So, um, you know, it's definitely a really, really cool relationship. And, and the whole Kyle-Noreen thing, I think it's, it's something really special. I do too. And, you know, I noticed too, in, particularly in episode eight, that, I mean, Kyle knows his dad. Kyle knows Bill's going to be Bill. That's just, he is who he is. And I really appreciated the fact that Noreen didn't fall into that trap of, well, maybe he'll change or, you know, maybe I can change him. Like you, you didn't, I don't know. Maybe Noreen felt that. Did, do you think Noreen ever felt that earlier on? And then just got to the point of no. I think that Noreen kind of the whole time kept thinking, well, this is just a complicated time. So none of us are making the perfect decisions and like, she just kind of thought it's messy right now. We're just trying to get through it. And then I think mm-hmm. as things started to sort of normalize, not normalize, but started to kind of have enough time on them. And then she saw him do this to his child. I think that she was like, whoa, that's like a, that's a whole nother level of, I cannot change someone who cannot see their own child. And I think that that really was the big difference. And, you know, and a lot of times when people are dating, they don't have children yet. So they don't, they don't have the opportunity to see how someone would handle those situations. And she's getting a front row seat Mm -hmm. to it. And I think that that's kind of what she was like, wow, this kid is how old and you're still not seeing him. And I think that that was kind of her last straw with all of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yes, you guys all spoke to all of that so beautifully. Um, the bond that Noreen and Kyle had and just how they kind of help each other through and mirror through. But, you know, you're right, Logan. It was totally her giving herself advice. And I think the more she was able to get with Kyle and speak that out loud, it left her something resonating left in her brain like, oh, my gosh, okay let's put that one on the board. Like now I'm going to be looking at all these things. And um, I loved how you mentioned that Kyle didn't really have someone to talk to, but there's still this Kyle and Annie thing. And it's like, you guys are friends and you have a thing. Yeah. You are friends, you know, but I, we, we know that every time we see, we're like, Oh, poor Kyle. We want you to have it, but um, I'll toss it to you, Brian, real quick. What do you think about, the Kyle and Annie relationship and dynamic <laughs> before we hear from Logan. <laughs> it's funny. You talked it to me because I'm actually the only one that's not here for it because I'm the biggest Ty and Annie fan here. I know. <laughs> you are. <laughs> okay. So, um, but I do, I 1000% saw it since the very first episode. We talked to Carson about it. So I was like, just that little nuance that, that Kyle has of like Annie looking at Ty like, uh, and then Kyle looking at Annie like that, you know? So it's such this like, not even a love triangle who said it uh, we talked about it, like a love line like it's like this like train of like yes. people into each other kind of thing you know so <laughs> I love seeing that I just I do I was actually torn though as a big Ty and Annie fan like I was torn in this episode because I saw so much development between Kyle and Annie and I was like maybe there's something there as well apparently there wasn't unfortunately but you know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. How did you enjoy that dynamic, Logan? Because we did learn that this was Annalise's first role. I mean, you guys had still, regardless if it was a quote unquote, like baby romantic thing, it was still very rich. And you guys have a rich friendship that we can all see. So how was it working on screen with Annalise? And what do you think about the relationship between Kyle and Annie? Yeah, you know, um, I actually, I listened to your guys' uh, interview with Carson, and he pretty much said it perfectly, oh. you know, we're the, like, the youngest people there, you know, so we bonded pretty quickly, um, really, really well, and uh, I think the chemistry really shows um, on screen, and, um, you know, we just we became really, really close, and, and uh, I really had a blast working with Anna, you know, even though she hasn't done a lot, she has a lot, a lot of talent, and I think she's definitely going to go a long way without a doubt. Um, and listen, wait, I can say spoilers up until this episode, right? Yeah. Yep, up until mm-hmm. eight. Okay. Okay, awesome. So listen. Right. Really, really <laughs> so listen. You really, really see it. And one thing I really, really uh, enjoy about the Kyle and Annie relationship is you really see it build up over time. Once again, the writers are incredible, and they did such a good yeah. job with this. And it really builds up until this episode, and something pretty big happens. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and, you can talk you know, about it. I can't. Okay. So yeah, yeah. boy Kyle, Kyle was like, you know what? It's time. Let's do it. Or actually earlier in the episode, he tried to, you know, he tried to actually go for it, right? He tried to take his shot. And he's like, he tried, to, he tried to close the guard or whatever. He tried to do a yeah. little fear thing. And, no, and, and did you like, say it in English? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, and he's like, right. okay, uh, like whatever. You know, she didn't know what was going on. So Kyle's obviously, you know, devastated by that whole thing. And then later that night, right after the whole play, he's going for that kiss. And oh my gosh, it is so awkward. And listen, by the way, it, oh my God, Anna played that perfectly. Just so like, it was so good. Like that was amazing. Um, but I love how that built up, and Kyle like really started gaining some confidence. You know what I mean? And I really, really enjoy that. I think a lot of that is from the play. You know what I mean? 
and uh, you know, because he was so happy and everything. But I think you you really see that relationship build up over time, and uh, up until that big that big moment with the kiss. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's still a lot to explore in the final two episodes, but that's definitely like you know the peak I, I think of the whole rela- the whole uh, Kyle and Anna relationship this season. So it was really really fun. Like I said, overall, I really. Um, loved working with Anna. She was incredible. And uh, can't wait for you guys to see the, the next two. And I, and too, <laughs> I love that conversation with Kyle and Noreen. And, and, you know, you can tell he's just, he's like, I'm just like going crazy about this. And, and you, you said to Noreen or Kyle said to Noreen, you know, what if she doesn't feel the same way? Mm-hmm. And Noreen said, she took a pot, she took a beat and she said, then maybe it's time for you to move on. Mm. <laughs> Give me chills. Like, oh, like, no, girl. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So I think that Definitely. was, you know, part of Kyle make, making that decision of, all right, you know what? I got to go through this because I got, I got to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. And, and that line too, that line delivery, Jamie was amazing, by the way. Oh. That was incredible. Um, but, no, seriously, that was amazing. And, uh, but yeah, you know, that, that kind of goes back to the whole Kyle and Noreen thing. You know, they really helped each other out in that situation. And, uh, you know, Kyle kind of went for it. He just was like, all right, let's do it. He went right through it. I, but, uh, <laughs> I think, I think for Noreen, it was perfect. That conversation really helped her, you know, really open her eyes. Like, okay, yeah, this is just something we got to, we got to do. And uh, I think it, it was definitely just, it, it was beautiful how that all kind of came together. Yeah. It was that so scene funny. with him, and that, that was my favorite scene, I think, the whole time. That moment after you kiss him, you're going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Know, whatever he said, I can't remember. Me and my <laughs> husband laughed so hard. I was like, that is, it was just perfect. It was so good. Uh, I think, I think Annie said, nice flower. And yeah, then, something, I can't remember. That, yeah, just, something that like, affected. I felt, I felt so yeah, uncomfortable like, watching for the flower. it. I don't even remember. Yeah. It's like I was there. Literally, yeah, no, it was amazing, and that's back to that. I mean, the cinematography too, by the way, is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like the director yeah. did such a good job, mm-hmm. um, and they captured that moment perfectly. But yeah, she's like, "Oh, thanks for the flower," and there's like a long pause. I'm like, "See you later or good night, whatever." I say yeah. off. So it was, it was amazing. It was, it was, really it was so uh, good. It was so good. Yeah, and, and I he think... was probably like, "That's not the Townsend I wanted." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bryant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I think love everyone it. can relate, you know, it's yes. like we've all had those awkward high school experiences yeah. or now experiences where you're like, wait, totally. you didn't like me? I don't like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, might as well oh. shoot my shot. I was proud of him for shooting a shot, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, me too. Do it. Because you <laughs> never know if you don't try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he exactly. got his answer. He didn't waste any more time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. And what I love about that scene, it was so unexpected. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, you know, there are yeah. clues before them, but you don't expect Kyle to do that. You know, he's this like little, you know, nervous kid, kind of, um, he's, kind of he's, he's very independent, right? Kind of keeps everything yeah. to himself. Um, and the only time he really opens up is to Maureen. So we really don't get to see a lot of his, you know, true self and, and what, what he's going to do. So that whole scene was just insane. You were not expecting it. And I think it turned out really well. So I, I, it was just incredible. I loved it. And me I too. will say that for me, it was kind of a slow-mo effect in my brain because as you started to go in for that kiss, I was like, yeah. no! <laughs> I actually think that's what Laura said, the director. I think that's what she said that day. She was like, I want this like slow motion feel. I- I'm really glad you brought that up because I really think that's what she said. So, hey, I guess it worked. <laughs> there you go. You killed it. 
Very beautifully done. What pros. And I definitely appreciate the boldness because as we all like just love all of the men of Serenity, maybe not Bill so much, but we'll get to him. (laughs) But all of the other men in Serenity, it seems like Kyle is following suit just as Mm -hmm. cool, calm and romantic as Cal, just as um, has just as much advice and kindness and friendship as Eric. And, you know, just as much innocence, but still value as Isaac. So there's all of these men and it just seems like you're nice. Kyle's nicely following suit with all the other men in serenity. So it's not bad. We don't know what's going to happen, but we hope his poor little heart can heal. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's hard at that age. And and it is, but you know, it's something that you have to do. And yes, (laughs) it's still hard. Obviously it's still hard because Let's talk about Bill for a second. All right. Okay. So Bill. <laughs> oh, Bill. Bill, Bill. Bill, Bill, Bill. You need the margaritas um, when you talk about Bill. Correct. <laughs> so true. Yes. And they even mentioned Bill and Margarita Knight. Like, now that we know what you don't want, let's talk about what you do. But what, what did Helen say? Come. Just really quick. Helen said, common sense ain't common. Bill, Bill focuses that. Common mm-hmm. sense ain't common. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and you kind of really see that in the scene where Bill interacts with Kyle and with Maddie. You know, mm-hmm. you really get that sense of Kyle looking at his dad like, yeah, you know, I'm in this play, it's this thing. And Bill's like, oh, okay, great. And he's like, no, but it's like me being varsity. It's like this, I'm the star player. Mm-hmm. He makes the correlation right. so he can mm-hmm. be right. seen. So I, I love that. That was so, again, very powerful. Yeah. Right, no, definitely, definitely. And um, yeah, like like you said, you know, he poor Kyle just wants a good relationship with his dad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Bill just keeps on rejecting it, rejecting it. It's just, you know, another sad thing about, about Kyle. But, you know, he, he really, Kyle just wants to keep on trying. And, and even after, you know, he made that little correlation between the two, you know, you could tell Kyle was still, he was a little happier, sure, but you, know, you could tell Bill wasn't, you know, as, as insane as, as Kyle wanted. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, Kyle, he, he just, he tries and tries, and he just wants to make everybody as, you know, he wants people to like him. You know what I mean? He wants mm-hmm. to just be the, the nicest kid. And I think you really can see that on screen. And, and I think in these, especially in these next two episodes, you know, I think Kyle, he focuses on other people almost too much to where he doesn't focus on himself enough. I don't know if you guys really see that in, in the show, but I feel like he, he really needs to kind of take a step back and look at himself. And I think that that's, doesn't really, that's not what he really does. He just kind of focuses on other people and trying to make other people happy. And, Sounds yeah, like he's a lot like his mom, Maddie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Maddie, in that, I just loved how she came up with that. And she just was like, how in what world would you think that was okay for you to yeah. come into my garage, take my my children's yeah. things to give it to your new love child daughter, like child? Like, it's like, literally, she was just so flabbergasted. <laughs> give me my key back. <laughs> Let me get those keys. That's crazy. Oh, <laughs> And she also, was like, like, run me those keys. And then take my kid, who you're not even showing any affection towards, and make him help you mm-hmm. to the point where he has to be so mature where he's trying to put what he's passionate about in terms that you'll understand and you still don't care. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And to sum it all up, Bill thinks he's doing a good uh-huh. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Want to yeah. get stuff for the new baby. Like, yeah. I but mean, it's save some coin. Like... <laughs> It is so delusional. It's a headache. It's a headache. (laughs) (laughs) And I love the way Maddie went off. And and this is where I started to see 
where Bill does kind of not necessarily attract the same kind of woman, but Noreen has that same spice that Maddie had. Because Maddie was like, dude, you don't even ask. Like, you just take. Like, did you get what you wanted? She's very, you know, bold and confrontational. And I think that's, you know, but out of pain because of the old love. And I think we're starting to see that, obviously, in Noreen. First, it shows up as disappointment. Then it shows up as packed bags. So let's talk about that moment where you guys, you know, we see them at the play. And actually, I'm really excited because I'm thinking there's going to be this glorious moment where Kyle gets to look off into the audience and see his proud daddy. And we didn't even get past the door. So So Kelsey, I want you to share maybe how you felt about this before we see with Jamie Lynn. But how did that scene make you feel? And what were your expectations or what were you going through in your mind seeing that Bill wasn't even willing to stay for Kyle's play? You know, I kind of just wrote off Bill. I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. What I took from this scene was that Noreen asked for a new card and wrote her own name. And I was like, yes, girl, get it. Because you know what? He doesn't even deserve to have his name on the card. It's like, really? You're going to be on call? Seriously? Like you don't, you don't care. You don't show up for anybody but yourself. So I was not surprised that Bill left. I was not surprised he was on call. I wrote him off. I was here for Noreen and I was proud of her and showing her support for Kyle. And like I said, I mean, their relationship is probably one of my favorites of this entire Totally. Mm -hmm. So Jamie Lynn, was that like the official turning point? Like bring us behind the scenes of Noreen's mindset. Cause I know we're seeing the relationship slowly chip away, but it almost seems like in that moment, well, a little bit when Garth was here, the seed was being planted, but was it really that scene where she was just like, okay, no, I got to pack some bags and bounce. Um, I definitely think that was a big moment. I think this was kind of like her thinking, okay, he's going to go to this and Kyle's going to be so happy that his dad was there. So I think she was putting a little bit on that. Like, okay, she mm-hmm. kept waiting for Bill to step up. And I think mm-hmm. that as yeah. opposed to just at least stepping up and maybe, I mean, you know, this was going to happen again at some point, but this would have maybe kept her there for another month or something, you know, yeah. but instead of even stepping up, he did the complete opposite and he completely walked out and didn't even acknowledge like, Oh my gosh, like, I can't believe I have to do it. There was no compassion in there. He yeah. didn't even see it. So I think for her, she was just like, okay, you know what? If, if I was asking for a sign, this is the sign. And, you know, yeah. lucky mm-hmm. I'm seeing yeah. it now as opposed to after our baby is born. And then I think what else is, you know, people probably looked at her like, why is she here by herself? She's the other woman. Why is she at his mm-hmm. kid's place? But I think that she had made a promise to Kyle and she didn't care mm-hmm. what anyone else thought or how it looked. She was going to show up for him. She knew she had mm-hmm. to leave after and she'd had her mind made up. I think once he didn't do what she thought he should do. And yeah. I think that she said, you know what, I'm going to be here for this little boy. He's been good to me and I want to be good to him and make sure he knows he is seen. So she stayed for that. And I think that that was important because I'm sure from the outside, it just looked like, what is she doing here? Sitting front row, watching him and Bill's on here. Mm-hmm. Well, actually she's doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. The, you know, Bill left and didn't show up. She stayed, even though it was probably really uncomfortable for her because she knew that this young boy was, he was starting to struggle and he needed to be seen by somebody, even if it was his father's mistress, you know? Yeah. I think he saw that she was the only one who really saw him, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, so I think he would have, like, he was obviously hurt looking out and not seeing his dad, but if he were to look out and see Noreen, it's like that 
would make his heart happy. He knew that she was there for him through and through. And I thought that that was really special. Yeah, yeah it's, it's funny. I think we talked to Chris Klein. Or, I don't know if it was somebody else who mentioned it, but they were talking about like this redeeming quality of Bill. And I'm like, honey, we're at episode eight. Where's the redemption? Because like, he has not been redeemed. <laughs> I, I, I don't see any redemption. So. <laughs> yeah, I think he did a really good job with that. Like even when I would be doing the scenes with him, I'd be like, this character is becoming really unlikable. I mean, Chris, I like you, but like this character yeah. <laughs> is becoming unlikable. He really is. Where is he going to redeem himself? And I think that that speaks to a lot of maybe people out there who they're so unaware yeah. of mm-hmm. how their actions are affecting yeah. other people. And I mm-hmm. think that that's why, you know, not only does he do things that hurt others, that's one thing to do something and be like, oh my goodness, I've hurt someone. I've, you know, feel that you know, to feel that regret and that guilt. He is so unaware that he's even hurting people. Mm-hmm. He just thinks he's doing the right thing in that moment that he can't even um, have compassion for him. And that's where I think it's hard to redeem yourself whenever you mm-hmm. make mistakes, but you, you're so self-involved, you don't even see that you're oh, yeah. doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A question, a question oh, yeah, to the it. panel. So did, were you surprised by Noreen packing the bags and leaving? I was. I was as well, just in this episode, because I didn't think that such yeah. a big moment was going to happen, like, right here, there and then, you know? Yeah. So it was It kind huge. of broke my heart. It broke mm-hmm. my heart for Noreen and Kyle. It didn't break my heart because Noreen and Bill. I was like, oh! <laughs> they well, just wait. Re- your heart's really going to break for ah! Noreen, especially Kyle. Oh, my God. The, the last two episodes, your heart is just broken for Kyle, and it also shows you the weight of the relationship you know Mm. that you know Kyle and Noreen had but also you really see like and I think it's important you know for parents to see this young kids to see this you see what what a young kid is struggling sometimes they don't have the words to Mm. use or to know who to talk to and then it spirals into what you'll see happen you know in the ending episodes of the show and I think it was really even me is watching it I was like wow you really need to stay in in tune with your children and check on them even if they're doing good or you think they're doing good because they're really hurting and I think that this show will hopefully open up a lot of parents eyes and a lot of children's eyes to like speak when you're hurting so that way you're not alone and you don't get to the point where you feel like no one sees you yeah there are a lot of life lessons in this show without a doubt yes yeah definitely gonna be good Yes, I would absolutely agree. And, you know, I guess to be honest, I thought she was going to just leave and take a break and come back, but she had a whole backpack. So mm-hmm. boop, there you have it. <laughs> um, <laughs> cradle. Now, mm-hmm. Jamie Lynn, I love how you bring up the need for children to be seen. Um, and, and, you know, Logan, you made a good point. There are a lot of life lessons. I want to pivot a little bit and talk about um, Dana, Sue, and Annie. Because, you know, as Bryant, you said, we, you and I are on the same page, Bryant. I'm looking at Annie like, oh my God, poor thing, Dana Sue, let up. But yeah. <laughs> you do, I think Dana is also finding a way to connect with Annie. And what was a relief for me, it's finally starting to see that happen. Because, you know, it's a power versus force thing. You know, force is when it's like, I'm taking your phone, I'm doing this, you're not going to do that. Well, I need you to, we're having breakfast, blah, blah, blah. But then there was a shift in things and there was a shift in Dana Sue and there was more open space for Annie and it became more powerful. And then now they're having a conversation and I feel like a lot of ground was broken. It was like, I think their second forced breakfast (laughs) (laughs) or invitation to breakfast. So I guess, Tammy, I'll throw it to you. What did you think about the evolution of 
Dana, Sue, and Annie, and kind of the softening of their relationship. You know, I loved it. I mean, I you you always know from the get go how much Dana Sue loves Annie and how much Annie loves her. You know, that's never a question. And so when you see them just missing each other communication wise, like to your point, Jamie Lynn, of being able to communicate and having the tools to communicate. Um, you know, Dana Sue is missing a lot of those moments. Like she didn't know what was going on with her daughter because she just kind of assumed everything was fine. And um, so when things fell apart, it was really hard to watch, but I loved, that was, that was beautiful. I, I loved the pancakes and I was hungry watching the scene. <laughs> I have a preteen daughter. I have an 11 year old. So this relationship, I connect like, even with a, I know that she's a teenager, but I'm like, totally, I see both sides, but it's refreshing as me who's on this show, who's read these scripts to see it like this, because it gets me thinking in my head, don't get me wrong. I do think that, you know, um, you know, I think that in the beginning, Dana Sue is so stressed out with so many things that she can't even see past, you know, her own child who's, you know, stressed or wanting connection or whatever it is. And I've been that way before. I've been so like stressed out that I'm just like, okay, like everyone's in bed, everyone's happy. You, you've, you don't realize that, oh, maybe I need to check in on how, you know, this one's feeling or that one's feeling. And, and I think for me, um, at least they're having communication, whether it's fighting or whether it's good, at least they're having it. And that's what Mm -hmm. I think is important because you're gonna look, moms and daughters are gonna fight. That's just going to happen because you're trying to prevent them from making any mistakes you've ever made. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to figure out what gets through to them in a way that is, um, you know, it, that is healthy. And I think that that for me, it's like, yes, I do. You know, my daughter doesn't have a cell phone or anything like that. But I do think that as teenagers, you know, if there's you have to ground them in a way you do have to show them and remind them that, you know, they've done something wrong. But if you have that open communication, I think that that's great. And to I guess because I have a teenage daughter, you know, I, when my daughter talked, I don't have a teenage daughter yet, but I feel like I do. Um, (laughs) When she talks back to me, you're just like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe that this little baby girl who was just the most sweet little thing in the whole entire world 10 minutes ago is talking back to me. And so you are, (laughs) this person is growing up and they're changing. So as, but you as their mother, you have to understand that and have a little Mm -hmm. bit, um, you know, of compassion there. A lot of times I just try to like, not over, not let, not pay too much attention to some of the things because it is, it is just a moody little girl, you know? And then other times it's time to step in and have a conversation about like, that's not the kind of person you want to be. And that's not how you want to speak to people, but I get it. I've been there. I did it. You know, I, I think that Overall, that relationship is really well done, and mm-hmm. at least they're having communication. If you're mad, tell her you're mad. If you're happy, tell her you're happy. And I think I'd rather my kids argue with me than not speak to me. And I think that that was one thing with mm-hmm. Kyle is everyone just assumed he was okay. He wasn't really having a dialogue about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that at least Dana knows where her daughter stands. She might not know exactly what it is all the time, but she knows something. She's always kind of got this little this intuition about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was going to say my mom, my mom always growing up would say it takes two to tango. So it wasn't <laughs> always me and it wasn't always her, but we had to communicate somehow about it. And I just think exactly. Jimmy Lynn, what you said, like, that's so beautiful. It's perfect. It's well said. And 
Dana Sue does see her. She just doesn't really know how to go about it. But then Annie also doesn't know how to go about it with her mom. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I I think as parents, we can't just assume that we're always right. Now, don't get me wrong. I will tell my daughter sometimes I'm the adult and like, you just have to respect that, you know, like you have to have respect for your elders. That's just all there is to it. But I also can go to her and make, baby, you know what? I'm sorry. I got so angry with you about that. It was because I was stressed out. Your sister was tired and, you know, I go to her and I'm like, and I'm sorry about that. You know, I shouldn't have snapped at you or whatever it is, because I think it's important for her to know that I make mistakes and Mm -hmm. you're allowed to make them as well, as long as you can come to me afterwards. And I think that that's what they did so good in this show is it shows that, you know? Totally. It absolutely does. Gosh, this is such a conversation. It's such a full conversation, full of life lessons. And um, Logan, you brought that up. Like this show brings out a lot of life lessons. Is there something that you learned personally from being on this set that has helped you evolve in real life? You know, I think a lot of it really comes from the script. And like you guys are talking about communication and how, you know, serious that is and how important it is. You know, I mean, obviously I'm a teenager, so I'm going through all that right now. Um, So it, you know, it it definitely is good for me, you know, to, um, you know, I have a great relationship with my parents, obviously, but it's definitely going to strengthen it. You know what I mean? Thinking about this, you know, and they've watched, you know, the show with me. So, um, you know, I think we all learned a lot of stuff about communication and how to handle certain things. And I think it's definitely helped our relationship a lot. And, and uh, I'm just really grateful for that. I mean, it's, it's been, it's been incredible. Yeah, absolutely. No, that, that's wonderful. In talking to everybody on the cast, it does seem like with all of the life lessons being such a through line to real life, everybody's learning and growing and learning how to take some of serenity and implement it in their own lives. So I love that. Let's have some fun really quick. We have Cal and Maddie and Ryan and Helen. Okay. So now I'll talk this to you, Brian, because I know you are constantly torn. (laughs) Chef Eric or Ryan, what is Helen going to do? But how did you feel feel about the way Ryan showed up in this episode? This was my deciding factor to be on Team Ryan. (laughs) Oh my God. Literally. When when they were talking and, you know, all that stuff. And then he was just like right there in her doorstep. Like, (laughs) especially even going back to what you said, Logan, about the cinematography. When you just see a person in the garage as she's pulling in and we're like, oh, what the hell? And then he shows up. I was like, oh my God. Like it was yeah, amazing was cool. to see. And it, that was just my deciding That's all I'm going to say. That was my deciding factor to be on Team Ryan. I love that so much for Helen. And I love just how he's bringing, like she already has so much light and so much strength and so much of everything. She's like amazing. Yeah. But he just like adds to it tenfold, which I love about her. And that's why I'm so much on Team Ryan. But Jamie was giving a look. I don't know. <laughs> Jamie, I don't want to rain on your parade, but it's <laughs> not over. Oh, oh my god. That's interesting. That's interesting that you say that because as much as that that you know that move from Ryan in this episode was amazing. I will give him that. But I can't help but feel he's going to hurt her. I feel I felt, the same way. I felt yeah, like I feel the, the same way. He stormed totally agree. House. I just feel like they have mean. history and he's had how many years and chances to get this right? There's a reason why there's so many years and it's not working. Yep. Yep. You nailed it. You nailed it. I just like, and I guess I'm just a big person of like, you know, fool me once, 
that's all you mm-hmm. get. So yeah, <laughs> <Yep. laughs> <Amen. laughs> I think so I have I a bad me... rap for calling relationships. Here. I call Ty and Annie, and I call Ryan and Helen. So maybe, I, <laughs> maybe I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Brian, <laughs> two and zero, zero and a two. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still wondering about Annie and Ty. Like, I feel like their story is unwritten still. So I feel like mm. there's yeah, oh, oh kinda, yeah, without a doubt. Kinda, without I'm doubt. really interested to see where that goes. Like, I really am. So I'm with you on that one, but. I just love Eric. I just love I him so too. much. He's not asking for anything. He has mm-hmm. worked on himself and he's obviously been through something. And I just, I just love him. So I just want, I, I feel like, I feel like he would be there just to like add to her life as opposed mm-hmm. to yeah. this back and forth she's got going on with Ryan. Sure. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, Jamie Lynn, I'm right there with you. Cause you got it. This show makes you think about your real life and I'm with you. I'm like, dude, 14 years. Like, so what was you doing that whole time? And you couldn't make <laughs> yeah, up your mind, but now yeah, you just want to come agree. back in, start a fight with me. Da, 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 and now we're just ba- like, I, you suspect, bro. Like, I don't know. <laughs> 14 because years that just is a long time. That is a long, That's a lot. Time. long time. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a long time. For you time. to now realize that you're still in love with me and come back. Like, I'm I mean, I'm pretty sure he's done this several times. It feels like it doesn't feel like this is right. the first time he's come into town, played mm-hmm. house for a little bit, and then you know, that's, that's very true. Because yeah, I, I I think that's what I'm kind of not. I guess blinded is the wrong word to use, but that's kind of what I'm so enamored by is just the fact that after all this time, he just like pops back in and just like brings this like new energy. But I can definitely see what you're talking about about how he probably has done this. And and hurt her again and burned her several times, which is probably why she's kind of like on the fence. I think they both mm-hmm. really want it to work, but I just think yeah. that like realistically, their lives and jobs have always come and gotten in the way. Mm-hmm. And I think it I, for me, it just feels like you know, it, it just feels like I just feel like she, you know, I don't know. I just feel like Helen could do. I don't know. <laughs> You're like about to say better. I road, love that. Say better. Yep. Yep. It's like they hit this roadblock, and it's like how are you they've obviously done it numerous times it's like what's it yeah. going to take to get past that you would have gotten past that the past couple times if you were going to get past it so i agree i just oh, think yeah. he wants to i think he wants it all he wants to be with her but he also wants to live the life he lives which i don't think he's a bad guy i just Mm-mm. don't think that their lives align that's what i think yeah. you know mm-hmm. and we want the best for helen because we love yes helen. she She's is such like a queen light so i just mm-hmm. think that like she just needs somebody who is just going to stand by that light and get a tan. And that is it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Girl. Yes. And that that well Eric said. and Helen relationship, you really can't beat it. I mean, it's too, too good. I mean, all those scenes in, in uh, what, in Dana Sue's restaurant, you mm-hmm. can't beat it. You can tell there's a special He's connection just like there, the best. And that's what I think. Oh yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. And you know, and you know, he makes her happy. I mean, come on, you know what I mean? And like you said, you know, uh, I feel like Ryan has done this plenty of times. I think Jamie pointed out a really good point there. So, because of all that, I'm on Eric's side for that one. <laughs> and we want Eric to bake for us. I asked yes, him. Please. I said, yeah, can you bake oh, yeah. for us? <laughs> I know, right? It's like, I feel like, I feel like every, I mean, I feel like he's going to have to learn to bake now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to, like, all the food they talk about on there, I've got, I've got to find mm-hmm. someone who can, like, cook me everything mm-hmm. that they, that cinnamon ice cream. Mm. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, my we God. That got that me too. The Serenity Cookbook. Mm-hmm. And you like, know it's good when it comes in the white, you know, no label. The plain no label. <laughs> like, you know that's the good stuff. The special you know stuff. Box of pie. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, before we get out of here, we did have a little bit more fun with 
Cal and Maddie. Um, is that okay? <laughs> Come on, so, Tammy. Come on, Tammy. Plug your ears, Tammy's Kyle. So excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so Tammy, what did you think about um, just, you know, really quickly about, I guess they're finally doing the deed. <laughs> well, you know, it's so funny. We had Anthony, the writer on the show, on, you know, on for episode seven and, you know, in the writer's room, Cal is that man who doesn't really exist in the real world. And it was, mm -hmm. it was perfect. It was perfect. Mm -hmm. You're like, that would never happen. <laughs> and my mom oh, was man. like, do these people exist? And I was like, <laughs> um, I mean, I just think that basically, like, I think that we don't, uh, like, we don't know his full story yet, I don't feel mm. like. So I feel like oh, no, with that, with that, I think that we'll bring more, you know, when we get to see more of his flaws, <laughs> my mom feels like awesome. isn't that crazy? <laughs> um, but when we get to see more of his flaws, I believe that it will bring that more human side to him to where we're like, okay, yeah, he knows how to make the right decisions. Cause I think he's trying so hard to be a good guy. And I think he is a good mm -hmm. guy, but I Very think right. that like, once we're able to see some more of like, you know, the grit to him, I think that we'll be able to accept that. Yes. Good men are out there and they, um, right. you know, they have their flaws, but they are out there. And I think that, uh, I'm so for them. I think that mm -hmm, I love yeah. them as a couple. I really do. Me and too. I think, she deserves that after how many years with Bill? Ooh, mm -hmm. anybody many. would deserve that after Bill. Well, yes. I, I really <laughs> want to thank you guys so much for this very rich conversation. Like you guys are amazing guests, amazing actors, and we're really happy for you and just honor everything that you guys did as a whole to bring this to life to us. So we want to say thank you for sure for, for, for all of that. Um, thank you all. Thank yes, so absolutely. I feel like I could talk to you for another 30 minutes, but time will not allow. So Logan, why don't we tell everybody where they can find you on social media so we can support you and continue to watch your journey? Yeah, you can uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's Logan Allen. Like it's, you know, is that actually in the username? So yeah, follow me there. Perfect. And what about you, Jamie Lynn? Um, it's just my name on every social platform that um, it's just Jamie Lynn Spears and, um, you can find me, you know, for updates about Sweet Magnolias and my kids, pretty much all I do. So <laughs> <laughs> and Jamie Lynn, keep acting. We missed you. Oh, mm -hmm. I know. I'm so happy to be back. And this was like just such the perfect role. And by the way, Logan, I just love your character and I love the whole way it all came to life. You did so good. And hopefully we'll Thank get to see each other much. soon and tell some more fun no, Noreen and Kyle stories. For sure. Definitely. And by the way, like I... I love Noreen. Like, you know, once again, you wouldn't think, you. you know, like someone like Noreen, but seriously, you played her perfectly. And uh, like you said, hopefully I'll be able to see you soon. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Oh, you amazing souls. Well, I'm sure you at home got so much value from this. And thank you guys for tuning in. Please continue to support Sweet Magnolias. Follow them on Instagram. Join the conversation below. Hop in the comments and we can have some fun talking these life lessons and what you enjoyed about the show. But Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander, and that's J-A-I-M-I. -I. And of course, um, our lovely panel. So on Twitter, you can find Tammy Govea, T-A-M-I-G-O-V-E-I-A. <laughs> and on Instagram and Twitter, you can find Kelsey at Kels Meyer, number two. And on all of the things, you can find the Bryant Santos at the Bryant Santos and um, yeah, continue watching the after show.
See you later. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.